0: Hello and welcome back to Mining Stock Daily with me Paul Harris here at the Deutsche Goldmesse Show in Frankfurt in Germany. Today we're talking about gold production in uh, Yukon in Canada and I have great pleasure to be joined by John McConnell, President and CEO of Victoria Gold. Good afternoon John.
1: Good afternoon.
0: We've spoken several times over the years, and most recently, I think, was during the site visit last summer. Um, it's quite amazing the transformation of Dublin Gold over the years. I first went up there several years ago when it was an exploration story, and seeing the uh, the heap leach uh, pads was actually, you know, really quite something. Um, things are going well. You've just recently reported your first quarter production numbers, sort of thirty-seven thousand ounces. That compares with 24,000 ounces the first quarter last year so things seem to be going really well congratulations there what, what are some of the highlights for you from uh, how things have ramped up there
1: yeah I mean it hasn't always been going good I mean we had a disappointing year last year um, you know post-covid we thought things would get better but uh, it was still very, a lot of trouble to get employees. Um, And then we had supply chain issues, Uh, we dealt with forest fires in the Yukon, which didn't even come close to our mine, but shut the power off in the territory for a couple weeks. So you know, it uh, was a disappointing year. Um, As you said, we had a good Q1. So uh, have we turned the corner completely? Uh, fingers crossed, but it is mining and things do break down. But we think we've built enough redundancy into the system now that you know, we can have some uh, breakdowns and still meet our guidance. And the employee situation has improved dramatically. For the first uh, time since we started up two and a half years ago, we have a full slate of employees.
0: Okay, so it sounds like you're, dare I say it, at that sort of steady-state production level and you just want more of the same now.
1: Yeah, I mean, as you said, we had a good quarter, you know, the key to heap leaching is stacking ore on the leach pad. Um, Previously, our Q1s had been 900,000 tonnes stacked during the three-month period um this year we stacked 2.1 million so you know you don't see that gold right away you see most of that gold in q2 and then what you stack in q2 you see in q3 so we should have in terms of gold production q2 should even be better than q1
0: okay so now the the operations running as planned sort of touch wood um does your vision now start opening up to okay the operation's running, we're producing gold, we're making money. Now's the time to start looking at the, the next steps in the Victoria Gold strategy. Um, I wanna sort of bring in here into the conversation, exploration, and then later on, uh, let's talk about M&A. But let, let's start with exploration, and how you sort of plan to sort of build on the Victoria Gold story through, through the drill bit.
1: Yeah, so, you know, we've only done regional exploration for about the last three years. Uh, We made a new discovery out to the east in 2018. Uh, We did some limited drilling in 2019. We had all the ground uh, geochem sampling to do in 2018. Then COVID, so 2020 and 2022 were small programs. No, 20 and 21 were small programs because of COVID. Uh, But we were able to calculate a resource at Raven of just over a million ounces, but at a grade of 1.7 grams. So that was very encouraging. Last year, we had a large drill program. We drilled 25,000 meters. And this year, we'll drill another 25,000 meters. And that should put us in good position to update the resource and move into the economic study phase on the deposit.
0: And what's the sort of ultimate aim there? Is that to sort of uh, develop Raven as a, as a satellite? And, and and beyond that, to continue identifying and working up satellites that can feed into your existing uh, operation?
1: Yeah, you'll have to stay tuned. Uh, in six months after this Dural program, we'll have a good idea what we have there. I mean. Ideal, it's large enough that uh, it's its own standalone mine, but there's also the possibility, because it's 15 kilometres away and higher grade, that you could certainly haul the ore and put it on the leech pad at Eagle.
0: Okay, let's focus on that aspect. You know, to sort of paraphrase Walt Disney, build it and they will come. You've got an operation. You've got all the infrastructure there, all, all plumbed in and working that obviously gives you a huge advantage in the, uh, in, the, the, in the region that you're in, so anything else you discover, you've already got the infrastructure there, it becomes um, you know, satellite ore bodies or however you want to phrase that. Um, does that give you the ability to look beyond the, the borders of your own concessions to other things that potentially could be interesting and that you could bring into the, the bigger picture?
1: Yeah, certainly. Uh, I mean, our success has brought a lot of junior explorers to the region. I think there's some 10 or 12. Um, The other more advanced exploration property is Banyan Gold's uh, Ormac property, which is about 30 kilometers south of us. Um, They have a resource there now of over 4 million ounces. Uh, They currently have three drills running, and I think are planning... uh, you know, another 50,000 meters this year. So that's the most advanced and the one we keep the closest eye on. And we're uh, a 13% shareholder there and have the uh, 7% royalty. So we feel we're in the driver's seat and uh, are quite happy to let the Banyan team uh, do the exploration work there.
0: So... All that makes a lot of sense, John, but um, at what point do you pull the trigger on potentially doing a, a, a friendly merger acquisition or even a hostile one? Um, what, what is the sort of real catalyst that you're, you're waiting for? For that four million to become five, six or seven, or maybe someone else to make come in and make a bid and force
1: your hand? Yeah, that could happen. I think, uh, you know, we'd like to see five or six million ounces there. Um, And then, uh, you know, sit down and have a discussion with the Banyan team and see if we can come to an agreement.
0: Okay. Now, um, at the moment, you're a single asset gold, uh, gold producer, and that brings with it a certain inherent vulnerability, as you say. In mining, things always break, and if the wrong things break, that could take you down for, you know, for a you know a period of time. So diversifying into having that second asset is uh, is a strategic necessity in many ways. Um, it's the same for other single asset producers out there. So um, let's talk about m a little bit. Um, how how are you looking at? Uh, dealing with this particular situation? Do you have an an idea or a strategy or a plan in place? Um, and Presumably it's one that you hope to execute rather than your being part of somebody else's bigger plan.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess there's uh, three things we're doing. Um, Well, I mean, we hired a fellow named Adam Melnick to head up business development for us about a year ago. Um, And Adam is focused in three areas. One is talking to intermediates and majors about Eagle. And uh, we have signed CAs with, uh, I think, five or six intermediates and uh, a couple of majors. And uh, opened a data room, and uh, they're doing due diligence on Victoria and Eagle right now. Then the second thing is, we've signed CAs with a couple of other single-asset producers. And, you know, the idea is there is that 1 plus 1 uh, equals 2.5. And then we've uh, signed CAs with a number of uh, junior developers uh, to have a look at their projects with the intention of acquiring those companies. Okay. Um, is there any sort of timeline on this? Um, no timeline. Uh, you know, we're doing the homework and, uh, you know, uh, if we see something we like, uh, you know, we're a pretty small group and we can move very quickly.
0: Okay. Now, in in the M&A space, there's been quite a bit of activity recently. Um, the big one is obviously Newcrest Mining and potentially hooking up with uh, Newmont. But um, in in the sort of developer space, the more recent one is Asisco Mining, um, doing a deal with Goldfields uh, on the Winfield project, the Winfield sorry Winfield deposit in uh, in Quebec, high grade deposit. Um, you know, with a bit of artistic license, it's the best development stage project in North America, and yet Asisco were not able to sell that for a premium. They did a, a joint venture deal as well. Don't have to take it to the board. There's no premium. They've got a, effectively a funding partner. What kind of message do you think that sends to the sector um, in terms of, you know, there's all these other development stage companies out there that are hoping for the, the big ticket takeout. It seems that that's not really going to happen in this market, which for Victoria Gold, potentially looking to acquire other people, I imagine that's a, a positive uh, development.
1: I think so. You know, I just read an article uh, the other day that uh, talked about timelines from discovery to production. And I think around the world they looked at a hundred projects and not just in the gold space. And that timeline is over 15 years now. And so I think a lot of intermediates and seniors are quite happy, as we are with Banyan, to let them develop it a little further um, and get it closer to being, you know, a a resource and some reserve and having the permitting process uh, underway.
0: That's interesting. You know, time is on your side, I guess, is the message there. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about the Gold price. Let's finish on that. Gold price at you know two thousand over two thousand dollars an ounce. Now that you're a producer, that must mean that the dollar bills are stacking up in your bank accounts. You must be very happy there.
1: Well, <laughs> truth is, we have a lot of debt to pay. So our focus is, uh, you know, any free cash flow goes to pay down debt. Um, but we will be debt free by the end of next year. And you know, we will. Uh, be filling our uh, bank account. But you know just if you look at the numbers, you know we've guided that uh, the high end of our all-in sustaining costs will be around 1450 this year. And uh, at $2,000 gold, that gives us a $550 uh, dollar per ounce US dollar per ounce uh, free cash flow. Uh, even if we produce, you know, mid our guidance of 160,000 ounces or 170,000 ounces, um, that's roughly a uh, hundred million in free cash flow this year.
0: I mean, that, that's a uh, big figures. Um, pretty good margin there as well. So, you know, the aim there is to sort of pay that down as quickly as you can. If gold price goes even higher, you improve your free cash flow even more. You pay it down, pay it down, pay it down. Correct. Okay. Um, so let, let's uh, sort of wrap up, John. Um, so main catalyst for this year.
1: Well, you know, people, just as you did at the beginning, have been congratulating us about our Q1. Um, but they also want to see us string together two or three quarters. So, uh, you know, the catalyst is uh, production uh, each quarter, um, you know, Maybe at the end of the year, we put out a little more information on the Raven exploration drilling. And, uh, you know, early in 2024, we hope to have a PEA out on Raven.
0: Okay, excellent. Well, I wish you the best of luck with that, John. Congratulations on a solid quarter once again. Victoria Gold trades on the TSX under VGCX. John McConnell, President and CEO, thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks, Paul. And that's all for me, Paul Harris. Stay tuned to Mining Stock Daily for more from Deutsche Goldmesser.
1: The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.